In Ephesians chapter 1, verses 21 and 22, Paul writes, Far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and above every name that is named not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And he put all things under his feet, and gave him as head over all things to the church. Do you ever doubt your salvation? Do you ever wonder if you'll remain saved to the end? Paul wipes away all doubts in his prayer for the Ephesians, praying that they would understand the mighty power of God in Christ. And that is what we will discover in today's episode. I'm Daniel Clausen, and this is Exploring Christianity. We continue in Paul's prayer for the Ephesians, and if we remember, it is a prayer essentially pleading with God to give us an understanding of the gospel. And in this prayer, Paul lists the things about the gospel we must understand. Verse 18, he tells us the products of the gospel, which are hope and a rich inheritance in the saints. In verse 19, he tells us what it took to get us these benefits which were the grace of God and the power of God. And in verse 20, Paul tells us that all of this is found in Christ's death, resurrection, and ascension. And that brings us to the verses we will consider in this podcast. What is the benefit of Christ to us today while he sits in heaven? And Paul tells us that it is his power and rule over all things. The problem is we won't understand this reality in our daily lives if we do not grasp the power of God in our salvation. Because I find that many Christians who do not think much about the power of God in salvation either do not think much of his present power in our lives and in the world or have a twisted understanding of his present power. The one perspective is of a choice we all face and this choice is touted as the most important choice you could ever make, most important thing in our lives. And it's the only thing that will get us off this certain path to destruction and on to the road to heaven. All of it relies on this choice. Now, many who think this way do not think much of the power of God presently at work in this world. They might see it occasionally here and there, but for the most part, they don't recognize it. In their worldview, it's heaven where God rules and reigns, not earth as much. The other perspective does not think much about salvation in general, but mostly focuses on the manifestation of God's power in our daily lives. So they look for supernatural occurrences, or perhaps it is better to say they live for supernatural occurrences. But both these ways of thinking about the present power of God in the world are wrong because they have not first internalized the power of God in salvation. Then the question is, what is it about God's power in salvation that changes our perspective? And the answer is, it moves us from looking horizontally to looking vertically. Because when we focus on God's power in salvation, we are not primarily focused on the benefits of the gospel for us, 
but we are focused on the God whose gospel it is. We'd realize that God displays his power primarily for his benefit, not for ours, even when we are recipients of the great blessings because of it. So Paul tells us about this present power of Christ, and he tells us that it is far above all earthly powers, all other powers. This puts to death any superstitious belief that somehow spiritual powers such as angelic beings govern the earth, and it puts to death any celebrity or governmental worship. Paul attributes all rule, authority, power, and dominion to Christ. And in being seated at the right hand of God, Jesus has all authority over us. It's not bishops, pastors, presidents, prime ministers, kings, or popes. Jesus is our authority. And when these authorities Jesus has given to the church step outside his rule, step outside his will, they are not to be followed. So that means the Pope is crossed off that list immediately, and politics probably should have much more of a limited space in our church than what they have today, because Jesus is our authority. But that means that Jesus has authority over Satan as well. We often attribute to Satan power he doesn't really have. We almost place him on the same playing level as Christ when it comes to their work in the church. I think too much emphasis is placed on Satan's desire for our destruction and not on Christ's desire for the benefit of the church. And this is wrong because the power doesn't lie in Satan's hands. Christ has the power. And so Christ's desire for the church, for it to grow, for its benefit, are much stronger than Satan's desire for destruction because Satan's desire for destruction is controlled by Christ's power. And it is a power Paul describes as these things are put under his feet. All things have become subservient to Christ. All creatures, Paul is saying, have come under Christ's rule, either to give their lives obediently to his service or to be judged by him. And this was God's gift to Christ. And we could say as such, it is a gift to the church. Think about what this means for us. If we have a savior and a continual mediator under whose feet all things are subjected, we should be optimistic about our salvation. We should be optimistic about the church. How can we not have a positive outlook on life, even through the worst situations, when we have confidence in the one who rules heaven and earth? This is how Paul can say truthfully and confidently that all things work together for good to those who love God. This is how Jesus can say truthfully that the sheep not yet in his fold are sheep he must go get and they will come to him. And those that come to him can never be taken from his hand. This is faith. This is the confident trust in Christ that saves us. But it should also promote servitude. Because if Christ rules over all things, we will be quick and willing to submit to his rule. And we will not do it out of fear of his power, but out of love and delight in the goodness with which he uses his power. And that is the service Christ seeks from his own, from us. And so we have confidence in the gospel and in our salvation, not because of our ability, but because of the power of Christ 
sustaining us and ruling over us. May this truth encourage your faith this week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Exploring Christianity. For more content, check out thechristianexplorer.org. There you will find articles, books, and other resources to help you explore the Christian faith better. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Join us next time as we explore the Christian faith together.